We're now to the case, and this time it happened on the Ilkley Moor, which is part of the North Yorkshire National Park. Well, in 1987, on December the first, retired policeman Philip Spencer took a walk across the moors in the early hours. He took a camera with him, and as he was walking along in the early hours of the morning, in the hope of photographing the strange lights that had recently been reported in the area, he said that as well as it being dark. The moor was swirling with mist, and so he doubted that he would be able to get any pictures at all, despite having brought with him a camera that had ultra light sensitive film. But as he was walking along, suddenly, to his shock, he spotted something that looked like a small human-like creature ahead of him, in the gloom. Well, immediately he got his camera and started snapping pictures. And he ended up taking photographs of probably one of the most talked-about photographs in the history of unexplained phenomena. Well, although the photo is very blurred, the photo does appear to show a humanoid figure over one meter high that bears an uncanny resemblance to the greys of UFO lore. Well, Spencer claimed that he ran after the creature. Which entered a dome-shaped craft that rose rapidly into the sky before he could get a shot of the craft. But the policeman remained adamant that what he had seen was an alien, and he donated his photo to UFO watchers. Well, analysis was carried out at the Kodak Laboratories in Hemel Hempstead, England, which suggested that the photograph. Had not been tampered with or interfered with in any way, although a later computer analysis by U.S. naval expert Dr. Bruce Maccabee proved inconclusive in his opinion. Well, when the retired policeman Spencer took the photograph and saw the craft, he believed that the incident lasted merely a couple of minutes. But when he reached his father-in-law's house in the village. Which had been his intended destination when he set out on the walk, he noticed that the village clock was an hour fast, or so he thought. But the clock wasn't fast, and so it appeared that he'd lost some time. Well, it was this which led him to suspect something else had happened to him after seeing the strange figure on the moors. He suspected it was very possible that he had been abducted. Well, in fact, he would later claim. That he had been taken aboard an alien craft. When he walked across the moor that early morning, he had with him a compass, which he was using to help him find his way in the dark. And through the gloomy fog, he saw this strange-looking creature ahead of him on the slopes of the moor. And intrigued and too surprised to feel any fear, he had actually found himself running towards it, trying to get closer, trying to make out what it was. But it was then that he realised there was this flying craft of some sort with a dome on top of it rising up from the moor, and it disappeared from sight within seconds, and the unidentified creature was gone. He'd hung around for some time, he said, hoping that both would return, so that he could try and figure out what it was that he'd just witnessed. But neither thing returned, and so that was when he made his way to the village. But his compass, however, was now of no use at all to him.
it was now pointing south instead of north. And when he got to the village, his watch said this different time to the village clock. So he must have lost an hour of time. Well, the photo that Spencer took was analysed also by a wildlife expert, who concluded that whatever was in the photograph was not any known animal. Well, there was no way to ascertain what the creature in the photo was, because it was gloomy and it was dark and it was blurry. But analysis concluded that the figure hadn't been superimposed or added later in the photo, and it did not appear to be a rock, grass, or something that could have made that kind of shape. Well, it was after this strange encounter that the policeman then began to experience strange dreams at night, and it was this that led him. To undergo hypnotic regression through researcher Peter Howe to try to get to the bottom of what had happened to him. A doctor, Jim Singleton, conducted the session, and surprisingly, it seemed that from the policeman's own recall, his encounter with the creature had actually come after his abduction. And indeed, in his words, the creature was waving goodbye to him as he snapped. This immortal photo. Well, while on the craft, he says that he was given a tour, and that he was taken into orbit in this craft, and that he was then shown videos, one of which depicted a coming apocalypse, and the other, he said that he would not reveal, and he said that he was not allowed to disclose the content of this one. So goodness knows what was shown to him. Well, researcher Peter Howe asked a psychologist to assess the policeman, and the psychologist apparently verified that, in his opinion, the policeman appeared to be telling the truth about what he said had happened to him on the moor. The transcript of the regression session is actually quite disturbing. Policeman says, "I'm walking along the moor. It's windy, and there are a lot of clouds." I'm walking up towards some trees. I see this little something. Can't tell. He's green and moving towards me. Oh, I'm stuck. I can't move. And the creature is still coming towards me. I'm stuck, and everything has gone fuzzy. I'm floating in the air. I want to get down. I can't get down. I don't like it. This green thing is in front of me. Well, later. He said that the creature was in front of him, below him, and like a child pulling a balloon on a string. He continues, "Oh God, I want to get down. There's a big silver saucer thing. There's a door in it. I don't want to go in there. There's a big silver saucer thing. There's a door in it. I don't want to go in there. Everything has gone black. I'm in a funny room. A voice is saying, 'Don't be afraid.'" I don't feel afraid. There's a beam above me, fluorescent tube. I don't want to look at it. My nose feels funny. I can see a door, and there is one of these green creatures motioning for me to go through with him. I don't want to go with him. Oh God! I don't want to be up here. I'm in a big round room. I'm on a raised platform. He says I've got nothing to fear, but I'd still like to go home. It's got such big hands. It's so bright. Two of these creatures have come with me. I'm looking at pictures on the wall. 
scenes of destruction, like on the news. People starving. It's not very nice. Pictures changing. Another film. He's asking if I understand. I'm not supposed to tell anyone about the other film. It's time to go. Everything is black. I'm walking up the moor near some trees. I see something, a creature. I've shouted to it. I don't know what it is. It's moving quick. I'll photograph it. I'm running after it. It's got big eyes, big pointed ears. It hasn't got a nose. His hands are enormous, three big fingers. Its arms are long. Looks odd. Funny feet. V-shaped, two toes. Must be difficult to walk. He shuffles along. It's gone around a corner. Well, one crucial fact came out from his regression. The only problem that had existed with the photo, other, of course, that an inability to identify what the thing in the photo is, was that light conditions seemed to imply that the photo had not been taken at the time in the early morning that Mr. Spencer had said it had been taken. This had been a problem for the investigator Hugh, who had worked with him. But this was until the hypno session revealed that Mr. Spencer had, in fact, taken the photo after he'd been taken aboard the craft, and an hour or so later than he had thought. So this now matched the lighting conditions later in the morning on the moor, and explained again that the photo did appear to show. The true light conditions at that time, and to how the investigator this was more verification that the policeman was being truthful in his account. In fact, the policeman's account never varied or changed. He also sought no publicity, and nor did he seek any financial gain from his experience. Well, had it simply been a fern, a shrub, a tree stump? Captured in the early morning light, throwing shapes that made it appear like a creature, as opposed to an inanimate feature of the landscape, perhaps, or could it have been a hoax with a staged prop like a mannequin? But then, why would a sensible policeman, no doubt a rational and logic kind of person, wish to jeopardise his career and his reputation to become a laughing stock to everybody? And why would he go to so much trouble to stage a hoax, simply to be ridiculed? Spencer was a policeman with a solid background and a solid reputation, but his story never changed. Well, in 1989, the Daily Star newspaper apparently exposed the photo and debunked it, saying that it had in fact been an insurance broker riding a bike. You had no idea that he was being photographed. As he cut across the moors while visiting a client who lived on the edge of the moor. Well, luckily for Peter Howe and Jenny Randalls, the original investigators, they were able to track down the source of this rather silly interpretation, and it turned out that it was actually based on a joke that one of the colleagues in the newspaper office had told and kind of just made up. But the newspaper had printed it as if they had debunked it. And the explanation, while imaginative, was of course proved to be incorrect purely from the photo, because when it was enhanced, there was no man on a bicycle carrying a briefcase riding across the moors. So, again, it still appeared to show some kind of creature. Well, according to 
original investigator Jenny Randalls, a few weeks later, Mr. Spencer heard a knock on his door. Opening it, he found two men standing on his doorstep. They were both dressed in black, and they asked to come in. And they told him they were from the Ministry of Defence. Well, the policeman Spencer was a little surprised at this, because he had certainly not told the Ministry of Defence anything about what had happened to him a few days earlier on the moor. But on entering his living room, one of these men looked at his electric fire and asked him how it worked. They then announced that they had come to talk to him about the incident on the moor. Well, again, this surprised Mr. Spencer, as he had only told three people about what had happened on the moor, and the three people he had told had no connection at all to the Ministry of Defence. However, these two men in black appeared to know all of the details about it. Spencer wasn't sure what to say, but he thought that given they were saying they were from the official Ministry of Defence and part of the government, that he ought just to be honest. And so he gave a short account of his experience, and he said that he'd taken a photograph. Well, at this, the two men in black appeared themselves surprised because it would seem that they had not known about the photograph. When they discovered that a photograph existed, they were very quick to ask for it. But Mr Spencer explained it was not in his possession at this time, and rather it was with a friend. Well, at this, strangely, the two men in black seemed to lose interest in questioning him any further, and they got up to leave. Well, after this visit, Hugh, the investigator that Spencer was working with, contacted the Ministry of Defence and also the Air Force to inquire about who these two men had been. He gave the names that the two men had given to Mr Spencer, but he was told that no such men existed. Perhaps what makes Spencer's story all the more interesting is that seven years earlier, on the 16th of June 1980, only a short way away on the Ilkley Moor, near Todd Modern, 56-year-old Zygmunt Adamski had been found dead lying on top of a pile of coal, 20 miles from his home, and he disappeared several days prior to this. And when he was found there, he had no shoes on, his clothes had been buttoned up wrong and he had a strange mark on his body and covering the mark was a strange ointment. When the pathologist ruled on his case, he said that he could not find any known source for this special ointment and then the policeman that had been first on the scene when his body had been found also had a strange incident where he believed that he'd been taken too, because when he underwent regression, he recalled being in a craft, and strange robotic-type creatures the size of children, and a man who looked like a biblical character, with a long beard and a robe. So it seems to be a very strange part of the country. <laughs> 